Hey guys, this is the Student Hopeline. I'm Riley, and I'm here with Audra, Abby, and Alan. Hello. Hey. Hey, how's it going? We're all seniors in Hamilton County, and so excited to have this platform and be able to share our, our thoughts and conversations with you guys. This week, we are talking about how your inner circle impacts you. I feel like we may have all heard the saying that you are who you associate with. And while friendships may not feel like they have as much influence as intimate relationships or family members do, they really do. Alan, do you want to start off by talking about your past relationship or your past friendships and how growing up you see that they have made you who you are? Yeah, I think the earliest um, moment that I realized how much uh, my friends impact who I am and what I do is kind of in the sports locker room, specifically the hockey locker room and just just the influence that they had on how I saw things and how I saw women, how I saw the world, how I saw everything. Mm -hmm. They just negatively impacted me in that way. And then as I got older, I started realizing that the group of people that I was really hanging out with beyond the hockey world really were just smoking and just partying and drinking. Nothing against them. I love them to death. Like they're great people, but I, that wasn't my priority once I really gave Mm -hmm. my life to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of soon realized if I kept hanging out with them, I would eventually go down this path or a path that could be altered, not specifically like every single one of them, but Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'd end up in the partying kind of world and life. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't really want that. I just really felt the spirit kind of convicting of like, Hey, you need to find a better group of guys and a better group of friends, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of be in the church more. And so, and I think that's when, God really called, really called me to ministry. I, I'm specifically, I don't know what that is, you know, and I know that's a very broad term and a yeah. lot of people, some people say that, but I really mean it when I say it. So, but I'm just really trusting God with kind of that, mm-hmm. all that call and not to get too off topic. Yeah. But yeah. That's kind of my experience a little bit. Yeah. I feel like, um, staying on or team wise, I guess I didn't really realize how much like my softball team growing up impacted me, but like, I feel like there's just so many like similarities that we've had because, we've grown up kind of like acting the same way, I guess. Cause like our team dysfunctioned and we all, it kind of had this vibe that we all kind of gave off. And so growing up, I acted like they had acted. And then I, I feel like I am definitely someone to um, like switch or like blend in with whoever I'm hanging yeah. out with. Like I am very influenced by my circle and like my beliefs are influenced by them. And so it's like really important to me to have those people because like knowing in times where I haven't had the best people, like I don't like, I can definitely see how I've been better, bettered or like worsened by the people that I was associating yeah. with. For me, I have definitely noticed like who I'm with, like is who, what, like where my views are mm-hmm. and like, as someone who thinks herself as very independent, um, (laughs) I realize I'm kind of not. And I very much like pull from what my friends are saying. And like, I'm like, oh yeah. And I agree with them. Cause I'm, I am a very, I'm very against arguments and, Mm -hmm. uh, disagreements, like very, very Mm -hmm. (laughs) confrontation, (laughs) confrontation, not for me. And I just won't say anything or like, I will only say something if it's like very, very, very important to me. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed that cause like, when two years ago I was in the certain friend group, my views were one whole way and now they've like completely done a 180. Mm-hmm. And now I really have to think about like, what well, are I they your beliefs? Like, are they yeah. actually my beliefs? And that's something I've been working through this past mm-hmm. like four months, I think of like, what do yeah. I actually believe? Yeah. And like, I think sometimes with your friends, you can go along, they'll say this and you'll be like, yeah, cause you don't want disagreement. Mm-hmm. And like your views 
especially when like they might be a minority and like either ways yeah sometimes you like lose a sense of self and I definitely have Mm. felt that like in the past four years where I've gone from place to place and what I believe (laughs) and you also like trust and like love those people that you're hanging out with so like it's so much easier to like believe them like they say something and you're like I understand where they're coming from like that makes complete sense Mm -hmm. to me yeah because they're your friends you want to think about that um so personally I think that my experience with friends might be a little bit different um I might be I'm not scared of confrontation mm-hmm. so i'm nope. oh everybody is shaking <laughs> nope, their heads not at all um, she will tell which, it how it is which, which um, is such very a good passionate thing. Such, such a good thing okay it such a good thing. thank yeah. you i appreciate that guys but it's a good thing. i sometimes scary don't <laughs> i i don't um oftentimes let other people like completely change my views like i definitely always try to think like oh why does that person think that like trying to think things from their point of view what are they going through right now Mm -hmm. that they're holding those beliefs and i think that so when i was growing up i definitely like had friends but i was definitely the kind of person that would just like go from friend group to friend group and i didn't like grow extremely close bonds with people until pretty recently like having a solid friend group so I wasn't able to like deeply connect with a group of people and like inherit the beliefs that they had I I do appreciate the experience I had with friends though because I was going from groups and a lot of the people I was interacting with were very different so I was able to see what they were thinking, viewing, how they thought through things and also being extremely involved in school and sports and stuff. I was interacting with a lot of different people. And so I was able to let that influence how I was thinking through things. Mm -hmm. But I definitely have gotten into friendships. Like I'll have, I've had like some people that I'm like best friends with for like a few years, even though like I we're in different friend groups or like I go through different friend groups and I've definitely seen those people influence how I act mm-hmm. and what I think. Yeah. I want to make a disclaimer yeah. real fast and just say that like when we're talking about this and we're saying how your friend group like influences you, yes, they influence you, but we don't want to say that like just because you disagree with someone or you have, or they act a different way than you are that you cannot be friends with them. Yeah. That's not what we're saying yeah, here. That's important. Like, yeah. It's, I think there's, we are focused more on how close you hold them to you yeah. and like how you let them influence you. Yeah. That's good. I think Audrey, you bring a good point of having like a variety of communities in different places where you have friends, like at school, you know, in clubs, you know, at church. And I think it's really good to have the variety because as you said, you see different perspectives and different viewpoints. And I think you're able to gain a lot more experience and kind of be able to step back and be like, okay, how do they see this? How do they see the world? Sorry, I didn't mean to touch you. <laughs> um, but no, I think that's a really good point because I, I think learning to adapt to different communities but doing it in a way that's healthy in a way that you can keep yourself rather than kind of altering, you know, who yeah. you are, you know, because it's, I mean, I think it's hard. It's hard to be confrontational and to disagree because you don't, you don't want to lose them or you don't want to lose that connection you have with them as a mm-hmm. friend. But I think it's necessary that we're able to have those hard conversations with them. So, cause I think if you handle those hard conversations in the right way and you disagree with them in the right way, I think you can become closer in that process. And so, 
Yeah, I think doing that healthy is the most important part of what you just said there. And this might be like jumping the gun a little bit with what we have. But if you do think that your inner circle isn't influencing you in the best way, something that you can do is maybe take a step back and try to associate with a lot of different people and like spend more time with maybe those friends that you aren't as close with just so that you can see how other people are perceiving things Mm -hmm. and how they go throughout their day and how they act and maybe you have the friend group that you're in is like always does these certain things but then you're like oh maybe I want to try hanging out with these people and see what they're doing and like how they view this thing or whatever we're not trying to say that you just need to drop the people that (laughs) that are like maybe not the best influences or or don't agree with what you're saying I think maybe like spreading out who you know. Yeah. Branch I, I, out. Yeah, branching out um, is like a big way to do that. And because if you keep the same like two people in your life, that's all you're going to know. Yeah. yeah. And I know it's like very scary to like maybe not remove, but distance yourself from people. But like, because it's like so of this world and like having these friendships. And I think one of the most important things to be reminded of is like, priorities I guess like growing up my parents always you know put priorities in our face you know like God is number one and like if and your friends are like below God and so like if they're not bringing you to God like if they are not um glorifying him I guess like distancing yourself from him because like it's not the healthiest thing the best thing for your relationship with God if it is hurting your relationship with God it's not a spiritual relationship that you have with those people Mm -hmm. um abby i know that you've shared this a little bit with me before but i kind of want to hear i know that you keep a few people close and those (laughs) are the people that you spend a lot of your time with and that changes a little bit as you go Mm -hmm. in and out of relationships and friendships and i just want to hear how that has impacted you yeah so i this is something i've noticed about myself even in the past like three to four months I've realized I only have the capacity for my inner circle to be two to three people max. And which like, I feel like that may hurt my friends at some points. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We're all good. Um, But that's just who I am. And I don't have the mental capacity or availability in my time to do that. And I realized this, especially when I broke up with my boyfriend, that I was like, oh, I have a space missing. Yeah. That's literally what happened in my brain. And oh, wow. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh my God. Time for friends. <laughs> literally. And I started to hang out with Audra and Riley more. Audra, are you trying to like fight for that one spot right now? <laughs> I'll go. Yeah. About to have a throwdown right now. <laughs> I said two to three. Well, I have one spot locked down, but like, I got some room. But um, especially with like... <laughs> The way I open up to people, it's if you're not in that that immediate small circle, like you miss out on a big portion yeah. of my life, which I've realized isn't maybe the most healthy way to have friendships, but like with, with like trusting people, but because I trust a small such a small amount of people, I know I can rely on them, mm-hmm. and those people that are in the middle and like are as close to me as like they can be. I, there's nothing I won't tell them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no like f- worries of like, are they going to judge me? Are they going to hate me? It's full transparency, full trust. And that's, and I feel like it's so, uh, n- not even like real to say like, I can only have two people at a time. <laughs> it feels so like, 
routine, but it's just how I've noticed my patterns are. Yeah. And I think it's so important that when you have a, um, inner circle that they understand how you operate. Like we know this about Abby and it's definitely (laughs) like something that we, understands like while she was dating her boyfriend like okay we see less of abby we hear a little bit less about (laughs) abby but we get it and it's just we still love what works what works for abby Mm -hmm. and i think that that's something really important is having an inner circle that understands you as you are and it might not even be that they're influencing you through the things that they do but even how they're just impacting you in understanding your life and who you are as a person And at that point, I think it's very important for the people in your inner circle to know Jesus and push you towards Jesus, Um, which is something that I kind of struggled with a little bit because my boyfriend was not Christian. But um, yeah, and it's super important for that to be your inner circle, because I noticed when my one of my inner circle people was not Christian, half of my life was not being pushed towards Jesus and or even like questions being asked about Jesus or like even that whole world, it was just missing. And I didn't realize that till the near end. And it was super, super important to me now. So I think the first thing, um, and effectively just, um, analyzing, okay, do I have the right people around me is kind of thinking to yourself. And this is kind of what we've been kind of saying just in a different way is who you surround yourself with is who you will become and they will shape your future and shape kind of your vision for your life. So it's kind of like the proximity principle. If you've never heard of what the proximity principle is, it's basically you are the average of the most five people you surround yourself with. So think about, okay, who am I, who are the five most people I'm spending my time with, you know, and if three of those five or four of those five people aren't, don't have the same priorities as you do, then you'll often become the average of those people. Not saying that you'll become average as a person, but become average (laughs) of kind of, who God wants you to be. And if that's who you want to be, but you're hanging out with people who necessarily don't have that same priority, I don't think you'll be able to get there as much as God desires you to. That's really good. I've never thought about that before. Um, I don't know if we want to get a little interactive, you guys should yeah. write down your five closest people and see <laughs> yeah. um, what you're thinking. That might be something that I do after yeah. this. And, let's see, good. and like yeah. reflect and like, see how you yeah. like see your, yourself or see them in yourself. Yeah, Yeah, that's really good. Like write down things from them that you see in yourself. That's really good. Yeah. And I think the, uh, the second is of course, check your circle, you know, check who you have around you, you know, as I mean, we've been saying on this episode, but just really checking your circle, you know, monthly making sure that you're being poured into. And I think a huge thing for me is in my inner circle is having mentors and leaders who are older than me or the same age as me that can really push That's me good. and grow me, you know, and to be just a better reflection of him rather than being necessarily a better person, you know, society, Oh, be a better person. And well, I'm like, yeah, but our, our goal is to be like Jesus. So be mm-hmm. being a reflection of him in yeah. every aspect mm-hmm. of our lives. So question I beg to you guys and just to our audiences, are your friends pushing you away from Jesus or closer to him? And I think eight, AZ Tozer says it best. He says, you are the company you keep. And so, and I, I, I read, I was, I saw that uh, the other day when I was kind of laying out, okay, what, what is, what material do we want to put on this podcast is I saw that quote and it just immediately hit me like a truck, you know? And then I think applying it to scripture, I th- Proverbs thirteen twenty says, walk with the wise and become wise, associate with fools and you get in trouble. 
you know, and we're not calling the people that who who don't have the same priorities as fools, you know, but mm-hmm. I think I think walk with the wise, you know, and you'll become wise, you know, if mm-hmm. you're surrounding yourself with people who are wise, you know, in the spirit, you'll become more like them. But if you're mm-hmm. surrounding yourself like I did, you know, people who partying, you know, drinking, smoking, you know, all that stuff, um, come more, become more like them. Mm-hmm. And so, and like something, I don't know who said this to me. Someone said it to me recently about like, be friends with those people who like you see and you like envy them. You're like, wow. Yeah. Like, like when you see good qualities in someone, like rather than taking that like jealous route and being like, you know, cause I think sometimes it's easy to see people who are, who we see as maybe like better than us and being like yeah. envious and jealous and just turning it into negative emotions, but rather like taking them and like getting to know them and like knowing That's how good. they are the way that yeah. they are. And because like it can, like your inner circle can be negative towards you, filling it with people who are going to be positive for you are going to better yourself and make you yeah. that better person that you want to be. And also just don't cut them off, you know, but I think having a boundary with them, you know, you could go, I mean, something that I've done with people who necessarily don't have the same priorities with me is I like to go and hang out with them one-on-one, you know, every so often, not yeah. hang out with them a lot to the point where they have an influence on me, but being very careful you know, of how much that I'm around them, you know, and if you're really just one-on-one with them, it really shows that you care and that you want to spend time with them. Because if you just cut them off and you're like, oh no, sorry, like I have to find better friends or this, this, and this, they might think, oh, that they're better than me, or they're trying to say they're better than me. Then they get automatically offended and it just turns into a spiral wind of, you know, who knows. Yeah. And Riley, back to your point, I really think that acknowledging the gifts and the people around you is so important and I think that there's definitely everybody in my inner circle like there are so many things I admire about them (laughs) and and I think that's one thing that while you're writing down your five people and your proximity principle write down the things that you admire about them and you can even talk to them about that and be like hey I really admire this about you and hey maybe I'm a little jealous and I want to know like (laughs) how did you get here? Like, this is an amazing thing, an amazing gift from God. And I just admire how you use it. And I think that that's really important in friendships that Mm -hmm. you're also influencing each other in those positive ways and, um, reinforcing those positive attributes in each other. I, that reminds me of like, I had this friend crush for so long. (laughs) I was like, I want to be your friend so, so, so bad. And she was like, like I think she's three years older than me. Um, newer from, she graduated from Heritage. Okay. Had done like YWAM stuff, which is similar to what I'm going to be doing when I leave. And I was like, I just want to know this girl. I want to get to know her. And she ended that. up contacting me, which is Whoa. like super cool. I was, I felt so, so <laughs> fun. And at this point we've gone through so many books together and talked about Jesus. And she's such an influential person in my life and really pushes me towards what does the word say? What does the truth say? And how do you live your life based on that? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. awesome. Alan, I really love this next point. You want to talk about that? I think my third point is that it's a lot easier to be pulled down than to hold yourself to a higher standard. And I'm not saying that you are better than somebody else, but I think as followers of Christ and living in that, I think Jesus calls us to a higher standard to kind Mm -hmm. of deny ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and to love others and put others before ourselves. You know, and if if your friends aren't who you want to become, you 
you'll be more like them than you desire to be. Yeah, you know, just kind of reiterate, reiterating that, you know, if you walk with the wise, you will become wise. But if you walk with fools, you will get in trouble, you know, and I think that's just really important, you know, to make sure that the people that don't necessarily have the same priorities as you, it's important to make sure they aren't pulling you down, but uh, you're being poured into mm-hmm. more than what the more than more than you're hanging out with them to a point where you can still hold yourself to a higher standard, but also have intentional time with them to the point where they're not influencing you in a negative way. Yeah. And like the, that's a conversation that I've had with like one of my mentors and she, we were just talking and like, she had seen how the people who I was close with had been like pulling me down and like yeah. something that I hadn't even really realized until she put it in like a perspective to me because like something she said, she was like, you are like, like, not saying I'm above people, but like just in this analogy, she was like, you are like up on this hill, like where you are in your faith, like you are at this point and the people who you are surrounding yourself with are not at that level of faith or even in that faith at all. And they are more likely to pull you down than you are to go, than they are to, than you are to pull them up. It's so much harder. And, um, so she said was just like, maybe not having that close relationship until they do get to that, to the point in faith where you are, the point where like you can push each other and grow with each other. And like not saying that people have to work to be your friend. That's not what I'm trying to say, but like picking those people who are at a similar faith to you and will better you. And that's not saying that you should just completely not associate yourself with people who aren't (laughs) the same faith Mm -hmm. as you. But I think it's definitely true that you should keep people close to you that are going to push you in your faith and it is important to still have those people around you who aren't at the same place in your faith because they might bring up some amazing questions that make you think about your faith differently and then in turn that does help your faith Mm. yeah yeah and i think um to kind of close this out in my last point um to kind of all the eighth graders and freshmen and sophomores um listen to this point, I think ch- choose your friends wisely and who you mm-hmm. surround yourself with. Cause I didn't learn that till my junior, That's my good. senior year of high school, you know, and question you may be asking, how do I know, how do I know my friends are positively impacting me or how do I know that they're the right friends? Well, it's one, they have the same priority and that's Jesus, you know, and growing and walking with Jesus and Audra, as you pointed out, which I think is a really good point, making you ask the hard questions and making you ask questions that are really going to deepen your relationship with him. And I just think secondly, just they have, they may not share the same perspective, but I think they have somewhat of this. They do the some of the similar, the same activities, you know, or go to church or in your youth group. You know, I think when I realized, Hey, I need to start hanging out with my youth group more and being around those guys, my life changed a lot you know i wouldn't say it wasn't like a 360 180 it wasn't like the 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 love of god just came down and just completely (laughs) shifted my heart but how i began to talk and how i began to think and be able to listen Mm -hmm. you know it started to change you know and i think that's just the last point that i want to leave our listeners with is choose your friends wisely you know especially you middle schoolers and beginning in high school you know find friends who are going to push you to be a better reflection of him or be or point you towards the priorities that the priorities that you want to set for yourself. Yeah. So as we um, wrap up on this topic, we just want to 
I just want to bring up the fact or the idea again to write down the list of those five closest people to you and see how how their traits, good and bad, like how you see them in yourself and how they are impacting you and just reflect on who you are close with. Um, we hope you guys come and listen next week. We are so excited that you are here and hope you continue to listen in. Um, love you guys.